Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, good here we morning. Are again, uh, in midweek of uh, mid-July, so it's kind of fun to do this. We've been talking about the covenant, and um, we just last yesterday we talked about um, uh, you know the issue of conflict, and, and one mm-hmm. of our you know as we talk about our podcast is you know uh, come and see finding truth in a world of chaos is that uh, this. This may be uh, a significant piece of truth that everybody needs to understand because it's so universal. Right. Um, and the world is going crazy. And the attitude toward each other and the lack of respect and honor toward each other mm-hmm. is that a, in my lifetime, I've never experienced the degree of it as it is today right. with just, a st- uh, I don't care what you think. Um, I'm gonna come against you if you think mm-hmm. differently than me. Um, I'm going to oppose you. Um, I'm not even going to ask you what what you think and believe and think. It's Mm. um, I'm going to just assume something. And because it's not what I think, I'm going to fight you. Right. And And sadly, I don't believe that we're seeing a lot of Christians respond any differently than non-Christians on this. No. Well, I, I think we see a lot, you know, a lot of people getting puffed up and defending and and lashing out rather than learning to speak in love and truth and grace with wisdom and navigating listening to each other and modeling how jesus would have interacted even in something he disagreed in right and uh as you think about that uh think about why you know it's of course you know people in the flesh are going to act that way anyway uh, Mm -hmm. because you're op- operating as, as if you're a practical atheist, really, and you're operating like the right. world's operating because you're in the flesh. Um, and, and Paul says uh, that you've put to death the, the work of the Spirit. You, you're at mm-hmm. enmity against God, and you cannot please God. And he actually describes this. In, uh, uh, that's what he said in Romans 8, 5 to 8. But he also in seven, chapter 7 says, even if I have a desire to, Mm-hmm. Um, the things that I don't want to do, I do, and the things I try to stop doing, I can't. Mm. He says, in the flesh, a there's something operational that is universal, and it's not me right. personally. It's all of us are subject to that, and that is we fall into the pattern of the world, mm-hmm. uh, and, it's, and it's automatic. It, you can't get around it. Now, on top right. of that, uh, what I see is um, it's what I call. Uh, we're living in a life of low-level infection. Yes, and I think th- you're absolutely right. And that this. is that it's so constant, and particularly, and I see, interesting enough, I see a difference mm-hmm. in believers who watch the news all the time and those that don't. Right. That those that watch the news all the time are always at edge mm-hmm. uh, because um, it just reminds you of the absurdity of the things that are going on and it makes it mm-hmm. does make you mad he says be angry and do not sin so anger isn't the problem 
Right. The issue is we haven't learned to resolve it. And so it's mm-hmm. building up, building up, building up, and there's always a low-level infection so that um, you can be, there's nothing severely happening today, but um, I'm driving and I get cut off or mm-hmm. uh, somebody uh, you know causes me trouble um, and people re- immediately react. Right, and with, your response is not proportionate to the offense because you've already got this low-level infection that, going that's on. That's right, so it's out of proportion and it's it's a harsh response, mm-hmm. either internally or within people, you know, the guy can't even hear what you're saying, but, uh, or you can even say it about somebody who isn't serving you well or taking an opposite position right. or uh, making a statement that, um, uh, you know, uh, I don't accept what you believe and I'm gonna fight you. And we fight right back, you know, because again, mm-hmm. this low level infection in our lifetime, um, we can't fa- we can't fathom how crazy things have gotten. Um, mm-hmm. And since there's a universal lack of respect, that um, there's no more calmness to it. There's no more mm-hmm. pleasantness of yeah, it's okay that you think differently. Let's talk about it. Let's process right. with it. Or you know what? Uh, since we aren't going to agree on this. Uh, why don't we just remain friendly and, and we don't have to fight each other on it because mm-hmm. uh, we're okay with it. And um, I've seen it and I kind of I kind of noticed it um, and I, I was observing it. This is back in the uh, 70s and 80s and into the 90s. But um, with the television shows that were mm-hmm. being produced, particularly uh, young kids like, like Beavis and Butthead, for example, and... Uh, the way they talked to each other mm-hmm. was disrespectful. Um, and I noticed that the disrespect was being promoted all as over the norm. As a right. norm. And, and kids, particularly and young people, have grown up with that lack of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then people adopted it. And, and now the, you know, the whole system is what group are you part of? And, and uh, you can't talk to that group and you got to fight that group. And it's like, well, we don't even know what they believe, you know. Right. So there's a low level infection uh, going on. And, and I think what you said is critical. And that is that uh, believers are reflecting that same system of mm-hmm. anger, frustration, harshness, coming against, trying to fight, debate, argue. Um, and hurt if even even people would right. like to hurt him. You know, it's like I no, we got to we got to stop that. Um, and then uh, yesterday you talked a little about which which you'll get into is um, underneath it all mm-hmm. is a sense of justice. Right. Um, and interesting enough, um, and this this goes back to actually uh, uh, the original creation, Adam and Eve. They were created in whose image? In God's image. What, what's one of the characteristics of God? God is just. Just. See, so just. Our desire for justice yes. is because we're in his image. Yes. Yeah, see, justice uh, is an inherent part of the human uh, soul, psyche. Every person mm-hmm. has right. a little bit of that sense of justice because it's it's we are made in the image of God who is justice mm-hmm. and he he uh, has put in us this uh, ability to evaluate and then process uh, justice and it happens to be personal uh, 
uh, and the the issue is that um, uh, it um, is driven by our definition of justice. Mm-hmm. So now, and, and we're in the image of God, and Adam and Eve was in that perfect spot, but but because they sinned and fell short of the glory of God, and uh, their spiritual life died, and their sin nature took over, they now are subject to a distorted view of justice. Mm-hmm. So even though we were in the image of God that had perfect ability to have justice, now we have imperfect ability to have justice, and it's kind of defined for us by the world mm. uh, of what they determine as justice. So that, uh, for example, um, I was just talking about this the other day to somebody about, uh, actually we were talking about the children in Texas and the, and the problem with that is, um, I said that, uh, remember, uh, every person born has a sin nature, even children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said uh, that think about how easy it is to influence the thinking of a child uh, right. and to establish a line of justice. I said, for example, if, you, if you're a Palestinian or a pure Muslim that is in Middle East as mm-hmm. a five-year-old, you've learned to hate Israel. Right. That's um, true. That's all you've been taught. Uh, now, if you say, if you ask them why, why, they really wouldn't know why. They just know they do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so their sense of justice is well, Israel doesn't believe what we believe, mm-hmm. and they're a threat, and so I'm coming against them because they are impinging on what I consider to be just and right. Right. Uh, well, okay, so. Think about that worldwide. That particularly now, when there's there's a lack of justice, mm-hmm. and and there's two reasons for that. One, the laws are not being followed anymore. It's called lawlessness. Mm-hmm. That uh, it doesn't matter um, what the court says or what the process says. Right. Is that I can counteract it, and there's not even a consequence. Like for example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's uh, in Chicago uh, has become a place of, of high criminal activity. Mm-hmm. Literally, where you, and I used to live there uh, in downtown uh, Chicago is called a place called Mission Avenue. Uh, it's fabulous. It's called the Golden Mile. It's it's all these beautiful places, beautiful stores. Well, in the last year or two, uh, the uh, criminals have learned they can storm a store. Uh, they can steal thousands and thousands of dollars worth of stuff, leave, and they're never going to get caught uh, because, again, of the, the redefinition of justice uh, mm. and, well, we're not going to spend the time to go after them. And, yeah, but they're disadvantaged and, and you know, let them, let them have it. And uh, the sense of justice has been altered by definition, mm. by, the, by the moment, uh, so right. to speak. So. Uh, but even with that, we're all built with this sense of justice, and right. we have whatever line that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, ideally, if you're a believer, you want to be in sync with, with God's line of justice. Right. Uh, not, what I do think is interesting is we tend to um, desire justice for anything that has come against us and desire mercy and grace for anything we have 
Yeah. <laughs> we have offended. Yeah. Done, you know? <laughs> that's pretty. So. That's pretty right, isn't it? Um, yeah. Okay. So, um, when people come against us, by definition, they've crossed our line of justice, whatever right. that, whatever that is, um, and most of the time, uh, it's it's in a sense uh, right that we get angry. Uh, and he says, "Be angry and do not sin," mm-hmm. because because justice is such a critical piece of our of our soul that it helps us to live the life of God. By mm-hmm. okay, what just happened here? Um, where is the justice in this? Is this fair? Is this right? Is this of God? And it's going to cross our line, and we're going to react to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, he says. Uh, and this is this is important as we process this further now and go to uh, we're, we're in Romans 12 mm-hmm. um, and um, we're in uh, Romans 12 9 to 16 or excuse me 12 uh, 9 to 9 20, to 20. Um, and uh, it says that um, you know uh, in verse 19 um, you know don't avenge yourself which mm-hmm. it implies because somebody's come against you, <laughs> right, um, right? And you're an avenging. Think of a, of a avenging is I'm going to set things straight, right? Um, and and let me you know set things straight. Uh, so um, as I set things straight, he says, "Don't avenge yourself." He says in verse 18, uh, "If it's possible, mm-hmm. as much as depends on you, what live peaceably with all men." Live peaceably with all men. Um, live at peace with all men. Uh, mm-hmm. So he says, yes, they've crossed their line of justice. Your natural reaction would be to, to have vengeance. Mm-hmm. He says, yeah, I understand that. Um, that's a natural response. Right. Um, and what I'm asking you to do is make an attempt to live peaceably. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, um, we've already learned through this uh, in, in our other studies but um, the first line of action is, in order to live peaceably with somebody else that's opposing me, is um, I'm called to go to forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, and forgive them on the same basis that God has forgiven me. Right, and my, and my which pos- is a heart issue for me. It's, it's between a heart, me and God. Between me and God. And what did God do? He took away the requirement to be perfect. Right. And so I, I'm not in a requirement to make them do anything. Right. Um, they have offended me. They've had an offense against me. Uh, it's crossed my line of justice. And I rightfully so am bothered by this. Okay. Right. Uh, first of all, um, I go to the place that God has gone to is, well, you can stay live in freedom. You can mm-hmm. stay in freedom if you release the burden of them having to do anything for you, uh, even though the issue of justice still exists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then we'll, we'll talk about this uh, probably probably next time. But um, now that you've done that, to live at peace, you would do what? Well, let's go process it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go talk about it. Let's go work it through with honor and respect. Right. That's why he says treat everybody with honor and respect. Uh, don't get in, and we'll see here. Don't get engaged in foolish arguments. Don't get bent, but involved in debates. Uh, uh, see if you can talk talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Hey, would you like to talk about it? 
Um, I haven't decided anything yet. I haven't agreed to anything yet. I haven't uh, said I'm going to allow you to keep doing it or for you to right. get away with it. Um, I just can with honor and respect because I don't have any energy now because I'm free of that. Mm-hmm. I haven't released the issue, but I've released the burden of the issue for me. Right. Now let's go talk about it. Okay, they say, no, I don't care. I'm not talking to you at all about this. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to keep coming after you. I'm going to keep hurting you. I'm going to keep trying to oppress you. I'm going to keep trying to come against you. Um, and I'm not interested in doing it. Or, yeah, sure, I'll talk about it. And it's and, and by the way, people are getting better at this. <laughs> it's what I call spin. Mm. They are so good at it that I say, well, I'd like to talk to you about what you did. Okay, and then they explain it, defend, argue, debate, and they're so good at it, it's like, that sounds like it was me, I did it. Like, <laughs> I, I must have been the one to do it. They were. I mean, how clever is that? And then I realized, mm-hmm. wait a minute, they've just distorted everything that's just happened, but they were clever. Uh, mm-hmm. They said they would, but they really weren't. Right. So I'm nowhere, I'm still nowhere. We haven't gotten anywhere with it, and they're still coming against me, or they're still gonna hurt me, or they're still gonna oppose me. Uh, so either they say, no, I'm not going to, or they try to do it in a way that doesn't really do anything. And this is where the place is that God says, okay, you wind up there. You've made the attempt to be to be at peace. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't receive it. They're not willing to. Uh, he says then, and this is, this is the, the, the key to it, uh, he says um, in verse 19, do not uh, avenge yourself. Mm-hmm. In other words, what is he saying there? Don't take the justice in your own hands. Do not take justice into your hands and mm-hmm. you settle the justice. Right. Uh, I know you could. And in our way, <laughs> uh, interesting enough, our usual way, of, and this is why the word vengeance is there, our usual way of establishing justice is what? Punishment. Right. Well, they're right. punishing me. I'm going to punish them right back. And they're mm-hmm. going to suffer for what they're doing. So I'm coming against them. Right. Right. Um, because they deserve it. The answer is they do deserve it. But God says, uh, not you. You don't need to take care of this. This is mine to take care of, right? Uh, he says, uh, because it is written, and we'll, we'll talk about this other phrase that's important, but he says it is written, vengeance is what? Vengeance is mine, meaning God's. Yeah. And, and then there's another sentence. What does he say? I will what? I will repay. It's going to happen. Justice is going to be served. It's not maybe, perhaps, mm-hmm. I'll think about it, I'll decide to let him off the hook. Vengeance is mine, I will repay. Yeah, I th- like people that I see that really get stuck in bitterness and unforgiveness, um, this is part of where they struggle is, like, especially Christians, knowing it says vengeance is mine, I will repay, and then not seeing that in their timeline or in their, you know, they, they want to see that happen. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and that is where they get stuck. I'm thinking of one individual in particular who really struggles in her faith because such a root of bitterness has come up over a situation that they're in. Yeah. And, um, and she wants to see justice and, and has not seen it for years in this. And she's 
just done, you know? And so that, that can really get people undone when it's not on their timeline as it looks. Yet what you're saying there is his word is his word. If he says he will repay, he will repay. Yeah. And we can stand on that. We don't have to own that ourselves or take it in our own control. That's right. And uh, because we aren't a uh, God that can see it all and be it all, um, and here's what I've experienced in that regard, what you just said, See, I've defined justice and vengeance as, well, I want this to happen. Yes. And yes. I want it to be visible to see it happen. And right. what they did, I want to see and them. And for everyone else to know so I wanna, they know I'm I right. I want to see them lose something <laughs> or I want to see them suffer, you know, and et cetera. Mm-hmm. And God says, well, um, what you don't understand is they are suffering. Right. There's things going on that you don't even know that about. That you have no idea. There's things right. that they spend all their energy on and it consumes them and they're miserable. Um, and they're not getting blessed in any way. They're actually cursed, which is what, what we'll get to is. Right. So be careful, he says, Rich. Don't put your own thought on how I'm doing it. Right. It's actually and define hap- what justice looks like. It's yeah. actually happening. You just aren't be able to see it. Mm. And by the way. Oh, that's um, good. Uh, if you know that it's happening, why do you care? Right. Um, aren't you going to let this go? You know, and that's what we got to get to. He says, right. he says, vengeance is mine. It's going to happen. Justice is so. Um, and he says, uh, uh, don't avenge yourself, but rather give place to wrath. In other words, get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wrath is coming against this person. Uh, and it's very, very simple. Uh, and this goes back to the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bless those who? Bless you. I'm going to curse those who? Who curse you. Okay, yeah. now, let's get this really simple and, and what it means. What does it mean that somebody's cursing me? Does it mean they are never in disagreement with me? No. No. Does this mean they hurt me? No. Does this mean they uh, oppose me? No. Given that that happened, mm-hmm. which by the way is going to happen all the time, he says, do they have a heart mm. to fulfill what I've just asked you to do? What right. did I ask you to do? As far as this concerning you. To see, try to go to peace how, with each other. Think, think how cool scripture is. Mm. Is this concerning you, Rich? I'm talking about mm-hmm. you. I'm not talking about anybody else. I'm not talking about them. Right. I'm not talking about your church. I'm not talking about your group. I'm talking about you. As far as this right. concerning you, do you have a heart to go to peace? By what? Mm-hmm. Processing the truth. Yeah. If they do, you're blessed and they're blessed. Mm-hmm. If they don't, they're cursed because why? They rejected your opportunity to process right. to peace. And, and, and Jesus says, and we'll see this later when we get into this tomorrow or next week, uh, the next time, is... Um, if they rejected you, mm-hmm. they reject me. Right. And because of that, they're, they're cursed by definition. Yeah. And our response to that as believers should be then to be praying for their repentance. Absolutely. You know. Well, that's what he says. So um, uh, he says, uh, you can count on the curse happening. Mm-hmm. They are going to receive their just re- their justice because I am justice and I don't let justice right. go by. By the way, it applies to you, Rich. So if I was you, mm-hmm. If somebody comes against you or you come against them or you got a problem, if I was you, I'd sit down and work it through. Mm-hmm. You won't be cursed. 
we'll get to the outcome, don't worry. Right. But if you say no, well, you actually step on the other side of it, and now you're cursed. Mm. So if I was you, I'd stay on the right side of this, you know. And so, right. like, if Linda has a problem with me, well, we're going to talk about it. Um, right. Anybody that I got a problem with, no problem. I'm willing to talk. Would you be willing to talk? Uh, mm-hmm. Even if even if I've done something, even if I, you know what, I can see that I can see how you see this. I, I'm happy to talk right. about it. Do they want to or not? Because I never want to be on the other side of it. And then he says, uh, "Look, um, I want to." Uh, uh, have you bless them back in verse mm-hmm. 16 uh, bless them and don't curse them okay now here's here's why it doesn't mean go make them really happy and give them everything they need and everything they mm-hmm. want and and hope they do really really well god says wait a minute what did i just tell you they're cursed i will repay and get mm-hmm. out of the way and don't mm-hmm. involve don't involve yourself with it okay now right. we're going to come back to what you just said in what way would anybody that's cursed be blessed? By repentance. Repentance. That's it. Yeah. That's the only way. Um, they can reverse it immediately. Mm-hmm. By what? If they repent, they go right. from re- they go from curse to blessing. Guess what? Right. Guess what? So did we. Mm. When we were, he said, we were children of yeah, wrath, absolutely, and we we're against God and be living eternally in hell without Him. And we're cursed. The reversal of that is what? I repent. I'm going to go be mm-hmm. with you. He says, no, that's operational still today. If you don't and you come against somebody else, you're coming against me. Mm-hmm. You've fallen from grace. You've separated yourself from me and you're cursed. You're a believer, but you're still cursed. Mm. The remedy, well, just repent. Reverse the curse and you come back. So, so when he says bless others, he says, do you have a heart to pray for their repentance? Mm. And don't oh, that's good. and don't you get in the way of it, and don't cause it, and don't engage in it, and don't fight it. Right. Um, get out of the way. They're cursed. As far as and we'll, we'll get, we're going to get into more into this because this is important. I'm going to help you release this, mm. so you don't carry the burden of this anymore in any way. And actually, you can see what I see is I'm I'm grieved because they're not able to receive what I have for them. Right. And, and they're cursed because of it. And if you can see what I see, you would join me in inviting them to repent. And that's what you pray for. And by the way, in the meantime, mm. get out of the way. Um, yeah. And don't go, re- don't go rescue them and don't go take care of them. And we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get into more depth of this. But it's, it's really uh, a very significant aspect of staying in peace is around this whole concept of difficulty and conflict. And like you said, we have roots of bitterness and anger and frustration, and I'm mm-hmm. coming against them, and every time I'm with them, I don't want to be with them, and they bother me, and it hurts me every single time. And God says, I know. Um, let me give you freedom. Mm-hmm. And, and, and think of one of the beauties of covenant is in the middle of all that, which is what? Going to happen when? All the time. Right. I can give you blessing mm-hmm. in the middle of all that. That, and peace in the middle of all that, that in is, his presence. That is, yeah. that is covenant. It's not change them and get rid right. of them. It's how about if I give you peace in the middle of all that and you right can enjoy the, the yes. blessing regardless of what they do. And that's we'll, we'll get to that tomorrow. That's uh, so excellent. We'll, we'll talk yeah, about that. Such so, good words. So. so this has been important and uh, we'll pick it up. So stay tuned and come back and we're going we're gonna to talk more about this because this is tricky, tricky stuff. And it's very important for us to live the life of, of covenant. 
Yes, yes. Thank you so much for sharing and thank you for joining us, everyone. As always, if you have any questions, send them in at questions at afjministry.com and we will be happy to bring them on the air. I know this um, this topic brings up a lot to yep, people. It does. Um, so we are happy to process with you on that. Um, absolutely yep. send them in. And again, thanks for, thanks for joining us and um, looking forward to just hearing more feedback from people about how God is speaking to them through this study and as you learn to walk and listen to him and walk in covenant. Yep. Amen. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.